hear so many different ideas about good health. How do you separate the myths from the facts? Welcome to Healthy View Radio with your trio of co-hosts, Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fenighaus. Today, you'll learn what it takes to be healthy and happy within a stressful world from three experts walking their talk. Here is Lisa, Andrea, and Michelle. Well, hello, and welcome to Healthy View Radio, where we give you a holistic view, a woman's view, and a decidedly wicked smart view of the health topics that matter the most. My name is Michelle Fenickhouse, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Andrea Beeman and Lisa Lutan, and today we have some views to share on natural skincare. But first, I am very pleased to announce a skincare-related giveaway for you. You guys are going to want to jump right on this. Vapor Organic Beauty, which happens to be my all-time favorite natural makeup line. I'm wearing some right now. They are giving away a prize package worth 85 bucks to one lucky listener. And you can enter right now at healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway. If you win, you... Can I go? Can I go there? Yeah, you better go right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and it's like, there's all different ways to enter. So the more entries you get, the more likely you are to win. And the the lucky winner is going to get, maybe you, Andrea, one (laughs) velvet gloss, one illuminator stick, and one air deodorant in lavender myrrh scent. So walk your little fingers on over to healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway and enter now. And by the way, later on in the show, we're going to be announcing the winner of last week's giveaway from Squatty Potty. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys, we've got this great giveaway in honor of natural skincare. But besides that, tell me some stories about how you take care of your skin and why you think it's important. Oh, wow. Okay, I'll start. I'm kind of obsessive about my skin, to be honest. When I was in my early 20s, I used to get these heat rashes. And I said, well, the sun clearly does not like me. So for 20 years, I stayed out of the sun. And now I've loosened up a little bit. But I think that the 20-year period really served me well now (laughs) in terms of damage control. And the truth is that I've just taken an approach of rather than slathering on sunscreen, I just tend to stick in the shade more. You know, I'm just really careful about how much sun exposure I really get. That's my, my, and also real clean skin, like never going to bed without, without taking off your makeup and all that. You got to really take care of it. It's true. It's our largest organ in the body, right? Our skin. And, um, I, I used to, I mean, I grew up in the seventies and the eighties, right? So we used to take tinfoil and put it on top of cardboard, <laughs> slather ourselves in baby oil and lay out in the backyard and, uh, and get fried literally like tamales. Yeah. And um, I remember I went to Mexico with um, my sister and my brother and a couple friends and, you know, I was partying and drinking by the pool and, and I fell asleep in the Mexican sun oh, at day drunk on margaritas, right? Ooh. So I wake up with like, I want to say third degree burns underneath my bra line. And yeah, it was so horrifying. It was horrifying. And I had a large red crust of a scab that was underneath my bra line. And it was there for two weeks. And, uh, and one of the doctors I was working at, this was a long time ago, 17 or 18 years old. I was working in some port medic office. And one of the doctors says, put the zinc oxide on there. You just got to wait till the scab comes off. So the scab eventually came off. It did take two weeks and it was a big, thick, long scab. And what was left was a 
raspberry. Ooh. So, yeah, I know. I, I still have it. So that, I'll show you. <laughs> hey, careful. I just see that little raspberry. <laughs> so over the years, in my 20s, early 20s, I would, <laughs> hey, Ron said, whoa, now. <laughs> uh, in my 20s, I would notice that every year, this little raspberry would scab and bleed. It would cross over and it would scab and bleed. And it would itch. Right in the center, it would itch. And I'd be like, man, I know that that's something horrible. <laughs> it's going to be something horrible in my life. And then when, interesting enough, when I got sick with thyroid disease and I changed my diet and my lifestyle, within a year and a half or two years, it stopped scabbing, it stopped bleeding, and it has stayed the same exact size and it hasn't grown and it hasn't itched me and it hasn't bothered me in almost 20 years. But every single year after that sunburn, I'm talking about you know an eight or 10 year window, it was itching, it was a little bit of blood was there, it was horrible. So I know that the skin is a reflection of what's going on. And that was a huge wake-up call for me. Hey, first of all, don't drink margaritas and fall asleep in the, in the midday sun in Mexico. <laughs> but also that what we put into our body is going to be drawn up to the surface. So th that's something that I learned from macrobiotics years ago. And, and, uh, and that was like um, part of Chinese medicine, that your skin is a reflection of what's going on inside your system. And the sun will draw up to the surface toxins, things that need to be discharged. So their idea of cancer was that it was toxic. Um, it was a toxic substance that was still underneath the skin coming up to the surface. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It was a good experience. That's crazy. I mean, don't you see it right away with your clients when they start eating better? Like they come in and they start glowing. Mm -hmm. Everyone. Great. You, it's such a fast turnaround. Yeah, you see yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, oh, I have eczema, or sometimes it's not even like they come to you with eczema, you know, but they have a little bit of it somewhere on their body that they don't even pay attention to anymore, but like it goes away. Oh, mm -hmm. fascinating. Or just, um, you know, people break out with, yeah, maybe not full on acne, but a pimple here, a pimple there. Oh, that goes away. I feel like that's one of the first things that my clients notice is that the skin clears up. And I agree with you, Andrea, because when I was like a teenager, a young adult, I was always walking around with one of those little powder compacts, you know, with that little right. gross pad that gets like full of, you know, skin oil and just stick it back <laughs> in there and close it up, put it in your purse. It's so gross. <laughs> but I always had one of those on me because my skin was always so shiny and so greasy, especially here on like the no, you know, the T-zone. And I was constantly with this powder compact. And when I changed my diet, I just realized I hadn't been pulling this thing out of my purse in a while. And now I don't even own one, thank God, because <laughs> they're gross. But the skin's just not, <laughs> not pooling up oil like it used to. Yeah. Because, you know, our skin, like I said, is the largest detoxification organ in our body. So what's going on inside is going to come out through the outside. So the eczema, like, um, Somebody gets uh, psoriasis, which is a pileup of the skin cells that are not being discharged. So what's going on with the detox system? Uh, you know, there's, there's so many things that our skin can tell us. And the skin cells regenerate every 30 days. So if somebody changes their diet within 30 days, two weeks to 30 days, you're going to start to see the skin start to change. It's, you know, it's, it's, and then, of course, when you go deeper, right? So it's 30 days, you see the skin change. And then every 120 days, the entire cells in the body go through a change. Uh, so it's, um, it's amazing. I mean, the human body is really amazing. And when we really look at it, 
right? Instead of like attacking it, we look at it and try and understand it. It'll always tell us what we need to know. Change your diet, change your lifestyle, get out of the baby oil sun. Oh man. And this time of year, right? We're recording this right at the start of the summer. So everyone's starting to think about SPF. Let's talk about that. What are we using? You talked about being in the shade. I've even heard people talk about using coconut oil, but I don't really know that that's something I, I want to test. I that too a little bit. Coconut oil seems too good to be true. It's like the cure for just about everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, I, what, Andrea, what do you think about that with the coconut oil? Well, I, I know that it has like a 7% SPF or something like that, but you know, I, I'm also, I, I don't burn and I don't go out intentionally like Lisa and burn or fry in the sun. You know, I'm much more careful about that stuff these days, but I also don't use an SPF. Neither. Um, I let, yeah, I let my skin get sunshine. Um, and, you know, like I, when you guys were just talking about the coconut oil, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, what if you go to like a tropical country and it still has like cannibals and there you are with the <laughs> coconut oil on and they're like, man, that person looks and smells delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> we're just cooking right up. <laughs> People, it's for lunch. <laughs> I'm always feeling so, like a really bad mom because like my kid come home from school. He's four years old. He's like, mommy, I should bring my sunscreen to school tomorrow. And I'm like, oh, see, mommy doesn't really want you to wear sunscreen. You know, I, I'm not really into that. They, but they spray the kids down with whatever banana boat stuff they have unless I send in something else. So I'll get like California baby or something and send that in. So my kids are the ones that are white all over because it doesn't really, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's not invisible. Um, but other than that, we don't, we don't use sunscreen. We use hats, wide brim hats, um, some protective clothing and try not. To be I am so shocked that both of you said that too, because that's how I feel like I get very nervous about the chemicals inside the sunscreen. And we could be like, you know, all of you out there, this is not medical advice. We are not recommending. We're just sharing our own philosophy on this because clearly this is not something we are um, experts in the sunscreen. But I too feel like the chemicals going in my skin are so dangerous that I'm very nervous about that. And so I would rather just stay out of it. I do use it like when I was biking on a bike trip. Um, last week or the week before, I did put it on. And I remember thinking, wow, it's been a long time since I've used this because I was out in the sun all day. But that's really interesting that all of us are like that. Yeah. I mean, like if there is a trip that I'm going to take with Pablo and we're going to be in the tropics at the top of a mountain hiking. At yes. At noon, I will put on the sunscreen. Yeah. And I know that that once in a while is not going to hurt my body. It's not what you do once in a while that hurts the body. It's what you do on a daily basis. And I see people putting that stuff on every single day. They don't leave the house without it. And I don't think that's healthy. I don't think it's healthy at all. No, we need the sunlight. But I also feel like when um, years ago, when my diet was very different, I remember we went to Miami on spring break. Like you, I was half drunk <laughs> in the sun, you know, got the worst. <laughs> and I don't burn very easily because I have you know, all of darker skin, um, but I got the worst burn of my life. And, and now, you know, these days I can be out in the sun, nothing. No, I mean, granted, I probably not lying there for quite as many hours, but I, I feel like your ability to, um, resist, you know, sunburn or whatever, you know, just get a little color without it destroying you has a lot to do with what you're putting in your body as well. That's fascinating too. Isn't there thing with tomatoes? You would, like you would know that. Yeah. Doesn't that prevent sunburn? Does it? 
I know it hydrates you. You know, tomatoes are juicy and hydrating. I just read something really great about tomatoes. Oh my God. How much time (laughs) do we have? It's so good. (laughs) She's going to go get it. No, I have heard that. That lycopene acts as a protective for your skin. Absolutely. Now, I mean, I don't know that that means you can go. Clearly, clearly. Okay, you want to hear the tomato stuff? Yeah. (laughs) This is from uh, A Curious History of Vegetables by Wolf Storl. It's a great, great book. And he's talking about the tomato when it was first introduced into the human food supply and people were afraid of it. And this was one of the reasons why they were afraid of it. Are you ready? Yeah. Botanists of the 16th century thought of friendlier names for the new plant, such as love apple or paradise apple. But even in these names, it conveys a basic mistrust, a fear of eroticism and sensuality. The fruit, juicy and red like voluptuous lips and full of slimy seeds, reminded scholars of fatal female temptation. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never going to look at tomatoes the same again. Watch those tomatoes, you guys. <laughs> they put you right into sex. <laughs> Every damn time. Yeah, so they're juicy, right? So maybe that's part of it too because they're hydrating and they're rich and, you know, slimy, like it says. So they're juicy. So when you're in the sun, what happens? You get dehydrated, right? Internally and externally, you can get dehydrated. It's, it's what, like even like with my little dog here, they're like, oh, if the dog is out in the sun, you got to make sure it's getting water, getting water uh, because heat stroke. Or tomatoes. Or tomatoes, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's SPF. I was wondering what, because, you know, I got some weird stuff I do with my skin. I don't know if you guys do. I make my my own deodorant. I do oil cleansing for my skin. Do you guys do any stuff like that? I don't do an oil cleansing for my skin. What's, what is that? Uh, instead of using any kind of soap or cleanser, I just use a mixture of oils um, on my skin. You massage, you get your skin wet or steamed, and then you rub it with a washcloth. So there's never any kind of, deter- uh, I don't know, detergent is the right word, but soap touching the skin, it's just oil. Like dissolves like. I use an oil too lately. My daughter got me into it, but it is Shiseido oil. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't make it myself. You go in the kitchen, you get a little sesame oil, you know, you get a little avocado oil. You mix That's it cool. <laughs> I, I don't actually use soap on my skin. <laughs> At all? I use a little soap cleanser, uh, you know, like to take off my makeup. Because like you, Lisa, I won't go to bed with makeup on. Um, but sometimes if I'm feeling dry or parched, I'll put oil on before I go into the shower. I'll yeah. coat in like rosemary oil or lavender oil or something like that. I learned that from one of my clients, Michelle. Um, she was like, oh, John Dooliard said, put oil on. And I was like, what? Put it on before the shower? And when I did it, I was like, oh, my God, I love this. Because I come out feeling so soft and supple because the oil acts as a barrier to keep the water out. Hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's a yoga thing. I mean, that yeah. makes sense because he's an Ayurveda, right? So in the yoga tradition, it's called Abhyanga. It's a oh, right, right. It's supposed to be a warm oil massage mm-hmm. that you do in your skin, um, almost like dr- uh, dry brushing, where you would stroke up towards the heart on the limbs and then circular, um, you know, in the center of your body. But yeah, that's a that's a lovely way to take care of your skin. I did it with sesame oil once, but unfortunately, I bought toasted sesame oil. <laughs> And the whole entire day, I smelled like a restaurant. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh. Regular sesame oil. That's what I use on my skin. Um, I have, you know, I just get a little pump bottle and, you know, in the bathroom. So you're not dealing with a glass container that's slippery with your oily hands. You just pump it out. And that's my moisturizer. 
I mean, it sounds delicious. It is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so great because when my kids were little, they could be in the bathroom with me, just kind of sticking their fingers in everything and trying everything. And I didn't have to be like, no, 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 not that. Don't eat that. I'd be like, sure, eat it. (laughs) (laughs) Have some. You want some deodorant? (laughs) We do have a big vat of coconut oil in the shower. I have to say. Yeah, we do. My husband, my son was really into it. My husband is so into it. My husband travels with like travel size coconut oil because like he puts it on all over his skin at the end of the shower, loves it. But we should try it the other way before the shower. Whole new way to look at it. Oh my gosh. Before the shower together. I'm just saying. Yeah. So many possibilities. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So before the shower together with tomatoes. <laughs> it's good for your skin. <laughs> That's the point. All roads lead back to sex. <laughs> Too funny, you guys. I was thinking that I'll have to share my natural um, deodorant recipe with everyone because that's also with the coconut oil, and my husband uses it too. Um, that's another homemade, another homemade goodie. Super cool, for everybody. I love yeah. That. Well, today uh, we are going to be talking with Dr. Kira Barr about taking care of our skin naturally. So I want to tell everybody about her. As a number one international best-selling author, leader, speaker, and educator in her field, Dr. Barr is a cutting-edge dermatologist who is known as an innovative thinker. A dual board certified dermatologist, Dr. Barr has shared her life-changing ideas in business educational, health, and professional seminars on how to rejuvenate and amplify skin health naturally, reverse sun damage, prevent and manage skin cancer, and how to build confidence, self-awareness, self-esteem, and resilience. Dr. Dr. Barr shares her experience as a domain subject matter expert advisor to numerous startups, an editor of leading medical journals, and a researcher in ongoing clinical trials. As the Chief Wellness Officer of Resilient Health Institute, by embracing what is on the surface as well as what's below it, like we were talking about, (laughs) she is redefining the delivery of skincare. And so maybe we can ask her all about the tomatoes when we come back after the break in just a sec. You guys hang tight. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighouse, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Do you ever have an off day? Or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired, and contemplative thought, showcasing experts in their fields, including authors, musicians, and artists. Your host, Winifred Adams, will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter. We want to hear from you. Be sure to tune in Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighaus with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back to Healthy View Radio. My name is Andrea Beeman, and I know that during the break, you probably missed me and my co-hosts, Michelle Fanninghaas and Lisa Lutan. Well, the truth is, we missed you too, and we're glad you came back for more great info to improve your health and your life. Today, we're talking about skin health, and we have a very special guest, Dr. Kiera Barr. She is the author of The Skin Whisperer, where she provides knowledge to help you make informed choices and empower you towards greater skin health transformation. Welcome to the show, Kiera. Thank you. Uh, is it Kiera or Kiara? It's Kira, like like your ear, Kira. Ear, Kira. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Before we get started, we'd like to ask our guests some personal questions so our audience can connect with you on a more human level. Uh, yeah. So what did you, the skin whisperer, what did you have for breakfast today? Oh, um, eggs. I had eggs, hard-boiled eggs. Oh, very nice. I think yeah. all of us, we probably had eggs today, too. <laughs> I had eggs. I didn't. I didn't today. Eggs. No, oh, I did not. All right, just me and Mrs. Skin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is the number one thing that you do every day that has the greatest impact on your life? Mm, I think the biggest thing is snuggling with my kids. I'm very tactile, so having that um, skin to skin contact and embrace, that's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's my love language. Yeah. It's probably good for your immune system and their immune system too, as well. Yeah. Nice. And then what is your guilty pleasure? Oh, I'd like to not think of it as guilty, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's part of the, the, the process. I would say dark chocolate. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) How dark and how much? Um, uh, 70% at least. I've tried a few that are 85 and you got to find the right ones. Um, And I try to keep it to just a a square or two, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) we know. Yeah, this is the rectangle club. There's no such thing as a square. Right, exactly. It's like the whole rectangle. Right. Okay, so uh, in your book, uh, The Skin Whisperer, you shared a story about being teased for having birthmarks when you were growing up. Can you share with our audience how you felt about your skin during that time? Yeah. So, um, you know, I spent most of my um, young 
childhood and young adulthood, um, feeling incredibly uncomfortable in my skin because, as you mentioned, you know, as a kid, I was I was born with two birthmarks, one on each side of my face, and when I went to school, kids made fun of them and called me coffee stain face. And it was the first time that I became acutely aware that my skin could be a source of shame and embarrassment and humiliation. So, you know, I wanted to do whatever I could to cover those spots. And I quickly discovered that if I got a suntan, those spots disappeared. And I basically spent my young life getting sunburned and suntan, trying to cover up those spots. And, and ultimately uh, developed so much sun damage that I had to diagnose myself with skin cancer, which as a dermatologist, being a skin expert and knowing the dangers um, and melanoma being the most deadly skin cancer there is, it was a horrifying experience to um, have to go through. I'm sure. Yeah. When, um, when you were growing up and you had all that stuff happening with your skin, is that what drove you toward dermatology to study the skin? And You know, it's really interesting. I had never put the pieces together and I'm actually, you know, um, a dermatologist studying skin on the surface and my subspecialty is dermatopathology. So looking at the skin on a microscopic level. So, you know, what's happening on and below the surface. And it wasn't until um, recently that I really pieced the pieced it together that my life's experience had really led me down that path um, and is probably very much the reason that um, I went into this field, you know, even though I wasn't consciously aware of it. Yeah, there was a bigger, uh, bigger reason. Yeah. 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 So in your book, you wisely stated that the products you use on the surface of your skin will have little impact if you do not address all aspects of nourishing and nurturing what lies beneath it. Can you explain your philosophy about that? Absolutely. So, um, you know, your skin is, in my opinion, uh, the most powerful tool you have to gauge your overall state of health and well-being and what shows up on the surface is directly correlated to how you're nourishing your body and not just with nutrition. It's, it's, you know, the, the four pillars of health, it's how you, and what it's, it's not just what you eat. It's also how you eat, right? That whole idea of giving your, yourself the opportunity to rest and digest how we sleep, um, getting quality sleep and how we move our body and moving it in a way that doesn't, that feels good. And instead of feeling that pressure that you have to do something or, you know, more is better. And then the mindset piece. So all of those factors really play a role in what shows up on your skin. And so, you know, we need to address all of that because just slapping some cream on when, um, your body can't process, um, what's happening. It's, it's kind of a, a waste of cream. Yeah. <laughs> so um, you also talk about sugar, a biggie in your book. Yes. Can you tell us about sugar and the impact it has on the health of our skin? Absolutely. So I think, you know, that's, this is a big topic and, and you know, demonizing sugar and it's all sugar is bad. You know, I think um, life is meant to be enjoyed and right. I just, I shared that I love dark chocolate. And so, you know, there is a place for it, but we know that sugar um, creates havoc for your entire body, but your skin in particularly, because sugar um, binds to your collagen and elastin, which are 
your basically your structural framework in your skin that give it that elasticity, the bounce, the youthful glow, and it forms what we call accelerated glycation end products. And so these products that bind onto the proteins of your collagen elastin, they weaken it, they break it down, which contributes to fine lines, wrinkles, um, and all the things that us ladies, you know, we don't <laughs> we don't want on our skin. In addition to that, sugar really drives the inflammatory process, and so breakouts, rashes, irritated skin, you know, sugar can play a large role in flaring that up. You also mentioned sleep. So how does poor sleep impact our skin? On a few levels. So uh, number one, it messes with our mood, right? (laughs) So, you know, you have a, you know, your bags under your eyes, um, bad mood, grumpy, frowny face. But more than that, when we sleep, we generate one of the most potent antioxidants that our body produces called melatonin. And melatonin um, is incredibly important in many functions of your body, including hair growth. Um, And more importantly, it plays a role in your body's resilience against environmental stressors, specifically the sun. In fact, recent research has shown using um, melatonin both topically as well as orally to both prevent and manage melanoma. And so by getting quality sleep, you know, you can generate that melatonin on your own. So um, to keep your systems running on optimal levels, um, to have healthy, you know, vibrant hair and, and prevent skin cancer, quality sleep is vital. We agree. We're big sleepers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you as a dermatologist, you knew what to look for. You saw the skin changing. How can our audience evaluate their own skin? What are some things that they can look for? Absolutely. This is one of my favorite topics. Um, and I was listening in earlier that it all goes back to sex and um, tomatoes and, and all that good stuff. So, uh, <laughs> One thing about the, the tomatoes, you, you are absolutely right. Um, there was actually a research study that showed eating tomato paste for 10 weeks um, reduced the risk of sunburn by 40% in the women who ate it for, compared to those who didn't. So um, a big plug for tomatoes. And then a big plug for sex, um, always. But um, one of the biggest things is getting naked. So uh, the, the, the best thing you can do for your skin is to get naked and check your birthday suit for any uninvited guests. Um, and what you're looking for, those, what those uninvited guests look like, especially with regards to moles and melanoma, are things that are, um, we talk about our ABCDEs. So uh, a spot that is asymmetric. If you were to cut it down the middle, it's not the same on both sides. B is for border, that it has an irregular, poorly defined border, may have, you know, you don't want anything that has little legs on it or um, blurry margins. Uh, C is for color, so you're looking for something that is uniform in color. And, you know, we all have our signature spots. Um, We are looking, you know, so if yours is uniformly uh, brown, that's great. Or if you have a little dot in it, as long as you know what your normal is. D is for diameter. So this is a soft call. We always talk about larger than a pencil eraser, but I can assure you melanomas have been tiny. So um, you're looking for a spot that's a lot different in size 
than your other spots. And the most important is E, which is for evolving, something that is growing or changing month to month or over time. And that's why I recommend um, checking your birthday suit on the date of your birthday once a month, get naked, check your skin, then have fun with it. That's where the, you know, the sex and all that other stuff, you know, like if you're already <laughs> naked, you know, make the most out of the situation, but definitely um, get naked and check your skin. I need a tomato. I need a tomato. tomato. <laughs> yeah. Can you give us three tips or practices to get our skin in great health? Um, sure. So I think sun protection is, you know, 90% of premature aging is associated with um, excessive exposure to the sun. So the sun is vital. We need it for our mood and and for so many, you know, vitamin D production, but protecting it. And I'm with you ladies, you know, hats, sunglasses, sun protective clothing um, is number one. The other thing is, you know, we talked about sleep. Sleep is a huge piece. And the other is, you know, your mindset and stress. And we can't reduce it. It exists. But the idea of reframing it and finding ways to um, flip the script on it will have significant impact on your cortisol levels. And um, cortisol is uh, the driver of inflammation and, you know, can break down your collagen and elastin and lead to wrinkles too. So I would say, you know, sun protection, good sleep, and finding ways to reframe your perception of stress are the top three. And then also, oh, go ahead, Michelle. Oh, I just had a question because I was wondering if one of your three might have to do with food intolerances or allergies because with so many people out there like eczema and issues yeah. like that, do you find that food plays a big role? It, it can for some people, you know, the, the big five of, of gluten, soy, dairy, corn, um, blanking on what's the, what's the fifth? Eggs for Eggs. some people. Sugar. And I ate this morning. Um, you know, I think dairy is is a is a big one, especially with regards to our younger um, teenage set, as well as our perimenopausal uh, age set, where they're breaking out again. And so we know that dairy can switch on um, your insulin growth, growth factor one uh, receptor, which turns on your oil glands and contributes to acne formation or flaring. So dairy could be a big one. Um, so sure, there's a lot of, there's a lot of food um, issues and it's very individual, but you know, anyone who's breaking out, I often recommend at least a, a three to four week uh, dairy hiatus just to see if it, if it can help. You know, earlier we were talking about um, sunscreen. Yes. So, um, do some of the chemicals in sunscreen contribute to endocrine disruption and how can we avoid that? Yeah. So, um, that is a huge topic. In fact, the EWG, um, was putting out a petition of trying to get oxybenzone out of all sunscreens because of the, um, studies that have shown endocrine disruption. And so, you know, it, it's hard because there's some research out there, but it's not so, clear cut that we can absolutely 100% say how much or, you know, bottom line is I like to avoid it altogether. And so using products that are zinc based, so your physical blockers, the ingredients that just have um, zinc or titanium 
dioxide, although some people say titanium dioxide is controversial as well. So, so using the physical block sunscreen, you can avoid all those other ingredients. And for those of us who have sensitive skin, you know, using the zinc-based products give you great protection and they, they tend not to irritate. So it's a safe bet all around. And on top of that, um, you don't need a separate product for your kids and adults. You know, the, the, the sunscreens that are labeled as baby or, or kid, it, it's really a marketing ploy. It is the same ingredients in a different package. Um, so buying the zinc-based products, the whole family can use it. So th- that's what I recommend. That's what I use on my family. So the zinc-based products, these are the ones that Michelle was talking about earlier, that the kids look white, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but white. Now- Nowadays, um, companies have become more savvy. They are micronizing the um, the zinc and making it a bit more elegant. They're tinted moisturizers. Um, and even I think Pacifica just came out with a pro- probiotic sunscreen that's also tinted. So it, it helps diminish that white sheen. Oh, and what's really fun, because I, you know, I think we're all can recall the um, the neon color zinc. It's yeah. back. It's back. So instead of white, you can wear color. All right. Yeah. Great. Well, you've been a wealth of knowledge. Where can our learners, where can our viewers and our listeners go to learn more about you? Yeah. So um, they can visit our website at um, www.chooseresilience.com. And they can uh, even get a free copy of my book there. A free Uh, copy? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want. I mean, I want this information in the hands of everybody. So, um, yeah, chooseresilience.com. They can find me and find the book. Thank you so much, Kira. Uh, My pleasure. Thank yeah. you for having me. So, coming up after the break, we have Chrissia Boynis. She's a botanical expert, organic skincare manufacturer, and breast cancer survivor. She co-founded Vapor Organic Beauty, a company that creates cosmetics that are safe and also make you look really darn good. And Vapor is committed to the health and beauty of all women, but Vapor products also maintain the beauty of Mother Earth with their commitment to packaging that is recyclable and by using ingredients that are biodegradable and contain no nanoparticles or toxic chemicals. So we're really excited to have her on the show and she'll be with us shortly. Plus, we've got a great gift for one lucky winner. During the break, go to healthyviewradio.com forward slash giveaway. One winner will receive velvet gloss, one illuminator stick, and one AER deodorant, which is Lisa's favorite deodorant in the whole world. She actually has it on set. (laughs) So, So head on over and enter the giveaway and meet us back here in two minutes. helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you sick of striving for a vision of healthy that just doesn't exist? Join the club. Expert health coaches Andrea Beeman, Michelle Fenighaus, and Lisa Lutan are more than just voices on the radio. They're here to help you make real change in real life. Join their Facebook community, HealthyViewRadio.com, to ask questions, get behind the scenes, and receive early access to special offers and events. Again, you can connect at HealthyViewRadio.com. Remember to subscribe to Healthy View Radio on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Have you figured out what to attract in your life in order to make it successful? There are those who can and those who can learn. Your intensified energy gives you willpower to move the bar forward and be happy. Happy people spread their energy throughout their lives, and once they figure it out, go on to be successful at nearly everything they set their mind to. Join host Ellen Morano and her panel of guest experts and co-hosts on Generate Massive Energy for a Fulfilling Life, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse with Healthy View Radio. Do you have a question or comment for the show? Please call us right now at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send us an email from our Voice America radio page. You'll find connections to reach any of the hosts there. Now, back to Healthy View Radio. Welcome back. We've been having a fascinating conversation about healthy skin today. And what better lead into our next guest, Krisha Boynes, co-founder and CEO of Vapor Organic Beauty, which is a line of all natural cosmetics that we here at Healthy View Radio adore. As I say, I keep it on hand, my products. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yes. Krisha has been designing and manufacturing natural skin care for over 20 years. Her wellness ethos stems from a childhood of making skincare and makeup from plants and food in the kitchen. And I love this. Her mom's one rule was use anything but what's under the kitchen sink. (laughs) So cute. Vapor's bold approach to crafting high-performance cosmetics includes only the purest active ingredients from the earth and nothing else. With the highest purity standards and an unwavering commitment to both sustainability and luxury, Vapor has reinvented organic beauty. Krisha, welcome to our show. Thank you, Lisa. It's great to be here. Great to have you. So I'm really curious how you went from this little girl mixing concoctions in the kitchen to the CEO of Vapor. Um, so many steps in between. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us. But really, um, I was really interested in making, um, it was a lot of it was monster makeup actually back in the day in the kitchen. Um, I grew up in Washington and there was a lot of, um, international kids around. And so my way of introducing them to America was Halloween and making Halloween costumes. And of course, um, what I was putting on people's skin was of concern to everybody's parents. So um, it consisted of things like gelatin and oatmeal, apple juice, um, all kinds of fun things, but nothing toxic. And so that was really um, instilled in me as an idea and uh, as a formulator um, later on, and also just as a makeup wearer always. So flash forward, um, wearing conventional makeup, eating healthy food, living a healthy lifestyle, and that became very incongruent. And so um, it was really um, a question of how can we make products that are healthful, beautiful, have high performance, um, but don't have any, any ingredients in them that I wouldn't want to use um, that aren't health supporting. And we found that we were able to do that with 
um, vegetable oils, plant oils, botanical ingredients, botanical antioxidants, um, beeswax, mineral pigments. And yes, it's possible to make really beautiful, um, high-performing makeup with these simple ingredients. That's so cool. I mean, my next question was going to be what makes your products better than everybody else's, but I think you might have just answered that. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think there is one thing that sets us apart from the other natural makeups that are out there, which is that we have a self-mandated minimum 70% organic ingredients. And so those organic ingredients are USDA certified organic and can be traced back to the farm from which they came. And that's a very special thing. So just like the food we eat, we're putting that same quality on our, on our skin. That's great. And I, I don't think people are so aware just how important it is that things are going in our body from so many different ways, not just through our <laughs> mouth, but on our skin. I know it took me a long time to really become aware of that, even though I was eating healthy, moving to that next level. So I thank you for bringing the awareness out there to everybody about this. I want to know some personal questions about makeup sure. that I've always wanted to know, okay? okay? What is the difference between foundation and tinted moisturizer? Oh, that's, uh, I think it's really a matter of how opaque or transparent it is. So, so it's just the same thing in a, in a thicker much. level? Yep, and so you can achieve a tinted moisturizer look by lightly applying a foundation if you choose. Um, at least with our foundations, because ours are buildable and you can start with a very minimal coverage and add more product to, to get the level of coverage that you want. I think tinted moisturizers are super popular right now because people want their beautiful natural skin to show through and they want to use the makeup just to cover up the imperfection and enhance their natural beauty. So I think tinted moisturizers are great, but you can really achieve the same thing with foundation. Lightly good applied. to know. Yeah. So can we, know. Can we yeah. talk about the Skin Perfector, which is neither foundation nor tinted moisturizer? I'm not really sure what it is, except magic. <laughs> it is magic. And um, our Skin Perfector is called Stratus. And in, in the simplest of terms, um, it's a primer. So after you do your skincare routine and you get your skin nice and moisturized, and maybe you use some serums on your skin, uh, you can apply Stratus. And what it does is it optically diffuses the appearance of lines, wrinkles, and pores. So really, it's bouncing light in a way that makes you look younger and more perfect. It's like taking an Instagram <laughs> filter and putting on it on, on your face. face. Yeah, yeah, I want really. that. That's all I use. <laughs> and oh. if you choose to layer it with foundation, it helps the, the foundation and the other products you put on last longer and last all day. So this leads me to my question. What are what should everyday makeup consist of? Because there's so many different types of products out there. And it sometimes can be a little bit overwhelming. You know, we see primers and foundations and this and that. So what would be the basic things that a woman should have every day? I think that you want to have a product that's a bridge from your skincare to your makeup. And that's going to be something like our primer, our Stratus, which really has skincare benefits. It has antioxidants, but then it also has this skin perfecting quality to it. I like to put foundation on. Um, I like the a light coverage of it just to perfect any uneven red pigmentation, that kind of thing. And then this is a product that's called our Aura Multi-Use. Um, which you can put on lips, cheeks, and eyes. So this one product, I have it on my lips. I have some on my cheeks. And you can even put some on your eyes to brighten, even though it's a, a sort of a pink color. 
Um, and then you can, you know, you can go crazy and put five different products on, or you can keep it really simple. And I think today when we're running around and we're busy, something like this comes in super handy. That so sounds like a great travel product. You're done. Yeah. Great thing for your travel bag where you can just take yeah, one product. Making it easy and convenient, but then also having all of the other products. So when you want to really go for it and have fun with makeup and use it as a form of self-expression to get dramatic and have fun that, you know, that you can do that too. So we're really big proponents of making it easy, but also allowing space for it to be fun and a form of self-expression. So speaking of fun, your products have amazing color names like Crush, Whisper, Possess. I want to know who comes up with those names and how do I apply for that job? Yes, that is a very popular question. And this is <laughs> Healy, uh, Vapor's other co-founder, and she has the luxurious job of coming up with shade names. She also does the formulating of the colors, so she's very close to them. And she's also a painter, so... She has uh, a lot of fun with the colors and coming up with the names. We use nature and sort of romance as our basic um, thread of inspiration for the names. We come up with a lot, so cool. lot of saucy names. Love that. <laughs> now, I was checking out the website, and there's this page that I loved called Clean Swaps, where you yeah. take commercial products and then give a recommendation of one of your products. And I'm just curious, like, did you get any, like, you know, did anyone get angry at you for that? Because you're taking all these like popular products and saying, no, we have a better version. Well, we're saying we have a different version. And if you like vapor, <laughs> here's our version of these particular products. So we're really not, they're conventional products. Um, so they have a different ingredient profile. But um, if people are making the choice to use uh, products like ours, which contain organic ingredients and natural ingredients, we just want to share with them shades that they might be familiar with or love and how to do that in a greener way. Well, and it's awesome. a super popular, people love that page. It's, it's a lot. I love that page. I thought it yeah. was super fun. <laughs> Any hot new products that are going to be announced soon? Oh my gosh. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you, but I can tell you that um, we do, we, we have a bunch of exciting stuff in the pipeline. So you've just got to stay tuned to hear what those things are. <laughs> I would like to put a request in for lip liner. Okay. Oh, it's funny. Yes, I would like a lip liner too. So I like this siren desire that I have. Yes. I always put my own lip liner, the mineral mm -hmm. basic, because I'm a lip liner kind of gal. Great suggestion. And also, Wait. you know what I think would be really fun would be those big fat lip crayons. I love those. You guys like those? Yeah. I'm a big fan of those. Now, one more lip question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> those, little, those little containers where you got to put your pinky in and put the lip gloss in. I don't get it. Like, why are we supposed to use our finger? Are you supposed to use a brush? Like, it seems so unhygienic, not just you, but like everyone. I never where get that. fingers been, Lisa? I'm very clean. I wash my hands before applying, but I'm sure many people don't. And so I'm, I'm confused about this product. I think it's personal preference. So we've got two different lip glosses. We've got the Elixir lip gloss that comes with a wand with a little doe foot. So you don't have to touch anything. That's what I like. Very, very hygienic. Um, and it's got a lighter texture to it. And then we have the velvet gloss in the pot. Um, and some people really like to be tactile. And what we find is a lot of times makeup artists really like to use their fingers. As much as they like to use brushes, um, they also like to get in there with their hands because hands are more dexterous and hands are often cleaner than your, your makeup brush. 
Well, well, so. Krisha, we're very excited that we're doing a giveaway box. Yes. And yes. And so everybody just has to go over to healthyviewradio.com slash giveaway. And in the box, I see you're giving away a velvet gloss, an illuminator yes. stick, and my favorite deodorant. Yes. <laughs> so after the show, everybody head over to that. And Krisha, thanks so much for joining us today. Great. It's, thanks for having me. It's been fun to meet you guys and share Vapor with you today. Oh, it's been really fun for us as well. Thanks. We're going to get the secrets out of her, what the new names and new products are. <laughs> we want to know. Just send, them, just send them. Just send them. We'll be very quiet about it. We'll be secret. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Nobody. <laughs> so, Andrea and Michelle, what are your big takeaways from today? Well, uh, I, I mean, I love all of our shows. The, you know, I love them. I think they're great, bringing great content out to the masses. And today, you know, we had Kira, dermatologist, you know, she was talking about that you have to go inside right? You have to, like, the health of the skin is not solely slathering, slathering on something externally, but literally, what are you eating? How are your thoughts? How are you sleeping? You know, what are you putting inside? Because your skin is going to reflect that. And then, of course, we have uh, Cassia, Cra uh, the name, what's Krissa? Krissa. Krissa? <laughs> That's a hard one. Come on, it was a hard one. It was a hard one. <laughs> so then she has this product that you, when you put on, because our skin is the largest organ in the body. So if we're putting something on our skin, it has to be natural. It has to be organic. It's got to be clean because it's going to reflect, right? We're going to be absorbing that. And externally, we're going to, something's going to show up if we're putting chemicals and crap all over ourselves. Yeah. Hey, I'm on board with that. Not the crap part, the part where we put the good products on ourselves and it's worth <laughs> paying more for that, just like you would for your organic food or whatever you're doing, you know? So uh, I'm always, I'm always buying my vapor products. But what I loved about today was we may not be dermatologists and PhDs ourselves, but uh, Dr. Barr was sharing with us her recommended ways to protect your skin from the sun, hats, trees. <laughs> in protective clothing, so and even zinc, so physical blocking versus slathering on that <clears throat> awful stuff uh, every day all summer long. I just I want everyone to hear that and just really think about how they can just use natural shade cover uh, to a, to achieve a much better result overall. Yeah, I just like the whole holistic emphasis that it's not just, you know, sticking some lotion on your skin, whether it's protective or enhancing, it's really inside out beauty. And I think that that's such an important place that we've moved to. So this was very exciting to see kind of how it all fit together. And um, I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Kira and I really enjoyed Krisha. So uh, this has been a great show. Um, I do have some big news. I have the winner of the Squatty Potty giveaway. Now, I hope I pronounce it right. I apologize. <laughs> Lisa or Liza, I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but Lisa Baker. If you hear this, when you hear this, email info at healthyviewradio.com to claim your Squatty Potty giveaway. Yay, congratulations. <laughs> Yay, and next week we will be announcing the winner of the Vapor Organic giveaway. It has been a pleasure being with you here this week. Please check us out on iTunes and everywhere else that we list 
in the show notes. And please, please give us a review. We really want to get the word out there. Head on over to iTunes or go to healthyviewradio.com slash review. Give us a five-star review. That way we can spread the word to more people and help them be healthy. Have a great week and we will be back next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to Healthy View Radio. Please join Andrea Beeman, Lisa Lutan, and Michelle Fennighouse again for another fun and insightful edition of our show. We're live again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. See you soon.